Hey guys, hope you're doing well. A reminder that all of our videos get put onto podcast at Scott and Kelly. And if you want to leave a little Apple review or star, we would really appreciate it. And a reminder for all the ladies that there's the ladies content over at your channel. Yeah. <laughs> at uh, home. I was at homemaking with Kelly. Home with Kelly. I'll link that below for you. Today we're going to talk more about worldview and how we view the world. Our current cultural worldview that we're brought up in through education and media has been very effective at making individuals who are cut off from their past and who have no hope for their future. And so what we want to encourage is a right understanding of history, your place in that history, and then the future. What are we building towards? What is our purpose? What has God made us to do? Alexander Solzhenitsyn, the Russian writer, has a famous quote that says, if you want to destroy a people, you must first sever them from their roots. And so when you look at today's culture, how we're brought up, how we live, there's very seldom any connection to the past that has any meaning. Either we're just individuals who you don't even know your own grandparents' names, you don't know how your family got to where you are. The culture is constantly this new, modern humanism of you can go anywhere in the world, you can be anything you want, there's no constraints, there's no limits, everyone's equal. Your history doesn't matter. History doesn't matter. And sometimes it's the other side of like, your history's evil, your history's bad, so you shouldn't associate with it, you should, be feel, you should feel guilty and despair. And then toward the future as well, there's all of this stuff that buffets you of, oh, climate crisis and political crisis and demographic crisis and cultural crisis, outrage, despair. And so people are like, how can you have babies in this? Yeah, why would you? You know, want why to? would you? There's no hope for the future. Don't build anything. Don't build anything. <laughs> and so you get these people who are incredibly in the moment. There's nothing else. There's no past. There's no future. It's just seek pleasure for the moment. And that is the prevailing culture that we live in. We really have been working hard at reconnecting to our history, reconnecting to our heritage. Where did we come from? What is the origin and meaning? Morality and destiny, belonging. How do you fit into this whole long story of history? And how do you honor your history? Because that comes from remembering your heritage. Mm -hmm. Also, maybe just because we're getting older, the older you get, then your grandparents start passing away. Mm -hmm. And then you start realizing, wow, like the older generation that is alive is passing away. And all of their knowledge and memories and stories go with them. And so if you do have family members alive that you can talk to and write their stories down, I highly recommend doing that now because it's usually after death that you start thinking about these things of, man, I wish I would have asked them these questions. I wish we would have wrote things down mm -hmm. more. And so if you do have grandparents that are still alive that are willing and able to talk to you, uh, get out your phone and voice recorder and just record them while you're talking to them. Some of the ways that we've been trying to honor our heritage is we were really inspired by going to a friend's house and she was showing us around her house and throughout her house she had these beautiful frames of old photos. And so she would start telling us about her family and who they were in her family and what she knows about them. And it was so cool. It really inspired me with finding pictures from both of our mm -hmm heritage and actually printing them, figuring yeah. out who they are, finding beautiful frames for mm -hmm. them and putting them on display to honor our heritage of 
we have a really cool story of where yeah. we've come from. And feeling that connectedness. Yeah. You know, you're not just, oh, you were born, you go to school, and now you're part of this generation. You're only this generation. It's like, no, we're part of something that is so far-reaching. It was really cool. So Scott's mom, when we first got married, she bought us an ancestry package. Just recently, we got into it a few years ago, but just recently, after my grandpa passed away, we got back into it again, and... Uh, you can like build your family tree and you can see just how big your family tree is. And what's really cool is other people can enter stories of people. So there's some of your family members. The pictures were entered by other people who you're related to. And we would have never seen those pictures if it wasn't for that. So that's been a really cool tool to connect us and connect links of missing pieces of our family line. And I think it's where you also get into the side of things of understanding how a functional family plays into being connected yeah you know? because if there's broken families on your cousins and aunts and uncles side it's like oh my gosh i never knew that side of the family because there was dysfunction there that prevented relationships and then seeing the joy as well of huge functional families 10 siblings had 10 children and now there's hundreds of cousins or yeah. you know it's like wow that that's amazing it's amazing to be related to all these people and then with that also food is something we've been getting mm -hmm. into with ancestral blood memory <laughs> Don't go vegan, people. Meat and potatoes. Finding recipes that are towards your heritage. So I grew up eating geta, and that is a German heritage food. Recently, I wanted to figure out how to make geta from scratch because I was like, I miss geta and we can't buy it where we are. I found a recipe, made it from scratch, and it was so fun to actually figure out how to make it. And then also, I feel like it got like a glimpse into the lives of those people because it's obviously a food that's been used to stretch meat. It's basically like a sausage pancake type of thing. So it's meat and steel cut oats. And so the oats are obviously used to stretch the mm -hmm. meat portions and it's delicious. So that's been a really fun thing to yeah. explore and trying new recipes, and then mm -hmm. also then thinking, this is something cool that we get to carry down, Lord willing, to our children, then teach them these things. So that mm -hmm. way these traditions don't get lost. Yeah. And then another thing we've been doing is reading books about the general history of our people groups, of our heritage groups. There's so much guilt and condemnation around certain heritage groups and people groups. And if you just go through the culture, you, that's all you'll ingest is just the prevailing thoughts on why you should be ashamed. So we've decided to read books that are loving and respectful toward our heritage and our people. And that's been incredibly fun to get. Whenever we're in the car, you'll read. Yes. Or we'll, after our morning coffee, we'll read a chapter of a book together. It's just picking historical books or biographical books about people of our general heritage, our general history. The next thing we've done is then to cut out anything that creates despair or nihilism or victimhood or guilt manipulation toward your heritage people and then toward your future. You know, it's the reason we don't listen to political shows or news is because what it's doing is making you outrage and despair about the future. You know, there's a lot of Christians who are, oh, just praying for the Lord to come back and they don't do anything. They don't build anything. They don't affect the world in any way because they're just hiding, waiting for their life to end. Whereas when the Israelites were taken captive in Babylon, one of the commands to them was, build houses, get married, have children, plant gardens, plant gardens, increase, do not decrease. 
seek the peace of the place that you live in. Praise God, what, a, what an exciting purpose, even if you feel that your world is terrible and you're captive and it's like, well, there's still a very exciting thing that you can personally do. We look forward to building the future and being a part of our heritage's story on this earth. And we're, yeah, we're not just some random like plop here for this yeah, moment in time, but we're a part of a, a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And especially that's even more real if you do have children, like you mm-hmm. already have the heritage, you see the next line and how you can then prepare and equip them. Like that is yeah. just so exciting. And I think what's happened is our modern culture makes you want to believe that history started in 1945 until today. History is just 80 years old. That's the whole of human history is the last 80 years. It's a short-sighted way of viewing the world and understanding how the world works. We're part of thousands of years of history. And so there's energy that comes by understanding your history and seeing yourself as a part of your history. It's a good thing to know your history, to enjoy your history, to reconnect yourself to your heritage. And then be a credit to your people with what you do in your life going forward. Be hopeful for the future. Be a hopeful part of your history for the future. God bless you guys. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. You can support our channel by leaving a review on Apple Podcast, or if you would like to purchase from our shop, our website is home with kelly k-e-l-l-i dot c-o we have organic rooibos that we bring in from scott's home country of south africa it is a delicious no caffeine tea loose leaf it is so good iced or warm and i also have some vintage home goods in the shop and i make some hand-bound journals which are also available we hope that everything that we share is an encouragement and a blessing to you and your family